could ask you some questions about Pearl Harbor? Of course. Um, what do you want to know? Okay. First thing, uh, when did it take place? 7.56 a.m. December 7th, 1941. Was when the actual attack happened. But the fleet from Japan left on November 25th. And on December 1st... Isoroku Yamamoto. And decided there would be no peace with America. Okay. Um... <laughs> Were there any major people involved with this? So, the first major person we should take account of was Takeo Yoshikawa, a diplomat and spy from Japan. And he counted nine battleships, three light cruisers, three submarine tenders, and 17 destroyers at anchor, and four light cruisers and two destroyers at dock. This meant a total of 103 vessels in Pearl Harbor on December 6, 1941. These vessels were a part of the United States Pacific Fleet. The next important person we should talk about is Japan's leader, Isoroku Yamamoto. On December 1st, 1941, Yamamoto was the one to decide that there would not be peace found with America. <laughs> Yamamoto said that if Japan could make the war with America last under a year, they would probably win, but if it went over a year, he didn't know. Another important person we should talk about is Commander Kanjiro Ono, who led 350 planes, 30 subs, 5 midget subs, and 15 other ships from Japan to Hawaii in the plane Akagai. Okay. Um, who are the officers, or the commanders, uh, in charge of the Marine Base? Yeah, so, um, I think that the best person to start with on the American side would be Army General Walter Short, who said, quote, Isn't that a beautiful sight? What a target they would make. And As he, he was coming home from a party. And he didn't know that soon that would become reality? Right. Because this is the night before, keep in mind. The second person we should take into account is Admiral Husband Kimmel, who happened to be kind of like leading, I guess you could say, and, you know, controlling the base. He was kind of the one everyone went to when there were issues. So, like, for example, if they saw a submarine or if they saw a Japanese plane, it would go straight to him. They'd call him. They'd say, hey, Admiral, uh, something's up. And so, he's pretty important because he actually calls the shots most of the time, and he's the one deciding, okay, is this a threat, or is this just a strange occurrence? So, he's pretty important. The third and fourth people we should take into account are Ensign Everett Malcolm from the Arizona and Lieutenant Kermit Tyler, who is a fighter pilot, and they were working the information center on the day of the attack. Okay, so... What did they think when they first saw the planes approaching? At 1 a.m. on December 7th, there was a Jap Japanese submarine spotted from the boat Condor, who sent report to Ward, whose skipper, Lieutenant William W. Outbridge, woke up from that. They searched and found nothing since... since 
R.C. McCloy, the, the officer on deck in the Condor, had only seen a periscope. They did not report this incident. But, but five and a half hours later, they saw a small submarine 50 yards away. And Ward attacked it with gunfire and depth charges, which are explosive devices designed to explode underwater. Okay. Which, this destroyed the submarine. Okay. So at this point, they were like, hold on, this isn't right. Okay. And they reported it. All right. So, yeah, at this point, we're kind of getting into the actual attack. Um, I think, I think part of the reason Japan went after this particular place is because Hawaii is 2,000 nautical miles from San Francisco, which is in California, America, for those of you listening outside of the U.S., and 3,300 nautical miles from Japan. So this means it's a pretty valuable military base and can be used for a lot of different things. So... That's that's pretty important because otherwise Japan just decided to come bomb us and that doesn't really make sense because both sides of this equation were afraid of going to war with the other. So going to war for no reasons would seem dumb because they didn't want to go to war. Um, so, so there's kind of some of the reasoning behind it. Like I said, at this point we're kind of going into the battle. So, um, Do you know how many casualties there were of the attack? Because I know it was a very deadly and very sad day for all of the American nations and states. The bombing of Pearl Harbor killed 2,403 people, including 68 civilians, and damaged or destroyed 19 U.S. Navy ships, including 8 battleships. So this took a pretty big toll on the military of the United States. So... What impact did this have on World War II? This is actually the event that caused America to join World War II. Really? Yes. So, America, ironically, was kind of like, well, they're in England. That's not our problem. And after the attack on Pearl Harbor, they were like, Japan, don't mess with us because we will come back. And at that point, they joined forces with England and France to fight the Ger- Germans and the Axis. So, I think that's all the questions I have for you today. Thank you for your time, and thank you for letting me be here. Ah, uh, Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me, for sure. Oh, and also, after the bling, there's a blooper. The only one we actually got on recording. But let me tell you, there were a lot of bloopers during the recording of this. So, yeah, enjoy. Is um, the United States Pacific Fleet. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Tune in next episode, where we go into more detail about the actual battle, and... Um, what happened at the Air Force bases, because there was actually a lot there that we didn't have time to delve into. So, yeah, make sure you look out for the next episode.